Hey everyone, Steven here. Uh, just want to let you know we had a little bit of a technical issue on this episode. Uh, one of our tracks is just gone in the internet space digital vortex or void. Um, and so unfortunately, there are a few spots where it's a little bit choppy. We went back and re-recorded pieces of the track to the best of our ability that fit what happened in the story and tried to make it as um, linear as possible. Um, hopefully you won't even notice and maybe I shouldn't have even done all this, but I uh, just wanted to give that little disclaimer before we get started. Uh, enjoy the show. This week's episode is brought to you by Mage Hand Press and Encounter Party. Encounter Party is an audio adventure podcast featuring six professional voice actors battling through an epic Dungeons & Dragons campaign, edited down to focus purely on the story. Every episode is fine-tuned, removing all the fluff and filler, leaving nothing but pure adventure you can join under an hour. Nerdist also has called Encounter Party a critical hit, and side note, we were also featured in that same article. So if you like us, there's a good chance you're going to like these wonderful folks. But seriously... Um, if you like our show, I, I really do think you're gonna you're gonna enjoy Encounter Party. They are super well polished, amazing voice actors. Um, it's just a, it's a really good listening experience. Um, they've taken so much care in crafting a story, um, but more than just a story, um, a whole experience for you to listen to. So please so please take some time, check them out. Um, with two full seasons available and a third releasing this fall, uh, it's the best time to join the party. Uh, if you're a fan of fantasy epics and top-notch voice acting, then check out Encounter Party wherever you listen to podcasts. For more party favors, head on over to EncounterParty.com. Be sure to check out Mage Hand Press's Kickstarter for their starter kit. Dark Matter is a rip-roaring futuristic campaign setting for D&D 5e set against a mashup of sci-fi and fantasy influences which lets you play D&D in space without learning a new system. You can play as bounty hunters, galactic explorers, or daring space marines in a universe inspired by the likes of Star Wars Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, The Expanse, and Doom. You and your crew can pilot breathtaking starships, face down alien horrors, battle evil space wizards, and explore the furthest reaches of the galaxy. And we at the Forge Academy are actually going to be running through the starter adventure um, and releasing that on our podcast. Uh, so we're really excited to do a little bit of... Uh, Forge in space uh, so stay tuned for that and again the kickstarter launches on july 29th so be on the lookout for that it's got everything you need to start off a new campaign in space using the DD rules that you are familiar with for more information you can go to magehandpress.com or follow them on twitter at magehandpress and don't worry, while the Kickstarter may be over, the starter set is still available for pre-order, and we will include the links to that in our show notes. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. Uh, this week we are going to conclude our little adventure in Conspiracy in the Stars, the Dark Matter starter set campaign um, that is part of the Kickstarter that Mage Hand Press just launched. Um, the Kickstarter is over. So you missed out on that part, but don't worry, they have a backer kit. So if you missed it, um, the link is in the show notes. You can also go to uh, Mage Hand Press's website, which is magehandpress.com, or uh, their Twitter has links to all of their stuff as well, at Mage Hand Press. 
um, today we are back with uh, our crew from last week. Uh, we have Adelaide. That's me. I'm Adelaide Gardner. Kai. Hey, I'm Kai. Thanks for being here. Michael. Yo, 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 yo. What up? It's your boy, Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. And last but definitely not least, the best person in the world, Kelsey Garcia. Thank you very much. It's a hard act to follow Michael, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to jump back into space right where we picked Right where, right where we picked up. We're going to pick up right where we left off. The four of you are in this alley. You just watched this firefight going back and forth between two groups that look very similar um, of uh, Port Nomad security officers. Um, when this hovering vehicle pulled up uh, in the front, you saw another, another security officer looking individual as well as Professor Oren Taufo Gogglefogger, the individual who you have been paid to protect, uh, which is not going super well for you right now, uh, in the front seat uh, with a gag in his mouth looking terrified uh, as five of these security officers pile in and the vehicle just peels out. I guess it, does, it doesn't peel out. It's a hovercraft. Um, hovers out as it's running into buildings, other vehicles, pedestrians. As you all look around at, at the mess uh, you see the other three security officers who are still behind wounded, bleeding, um, tired and you see a group of kids maybe 15 or 16 humans um, all with hoverboards just looking on wide eyed jaws dropped open um, whoa, 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 whoa. what? and what do you all do? I say children May we acquire your hoverboards for a short time being. <laughs> I'm really glad you started that with children. <laughs> so good. Um, why don't you? Why don't you make a persuasion or intimidation check? It's your choice to do that. Which I guess they're probably the same for you. Um, I got a three, so I don't think this is gonna work. Uh, they don't. E they like, kind of clutch their boards and they just start slowly backing away. He was being motherfucking nice, but put him down if you want to fucking keep your elbows. I okay. would listen to her if I was you. Uh, you don't even need to roll for that. Um, as these, as these two, as these two like, <laughs> approach them after this firefight. Okay. Um, and they throw. There's like, there's like six of them. They're like a little kid, like. I don't want to say gang, but, you know. Gaggle. Youths. Yeah, a, gag a gaggle of youths. <laughs> gaggle of youths. <laughs> uh, they all just kind of throw their hoverboards at you and just start running. Have you ever seen a child without elbows trying to eat ice cream? It is quite disturbing. So y'all jump on your hoverboards and 
you see you see this vehicle in the distance still crashing in, just wreaking terror. And we are going to, the way this is set up, which is really fun, it's a group skill challenge, essentially. So there's some there's a set number of stages, uh, and you are all going to need to make group checks that I will tell you what okay. they are based on the scenario. Um, and whether you pass or fail is going to determine what happens through the course of this. Um, <clears throat> so as you all jump on the hoverboards and fire them up and, and start moving in pursuit of Gogglefogger's vehicle, there's debris flying around everywhere, people screaming and running out of the way. Um, and I am going to need you all to make a athletics check uh, as you have to fight to kind of stay on your hoverboard as well as any debris, debris making sure it's not knocking you off. Ronnie got a 15. Okay. Bolts rolls a 20. Ooh, nice. Ooh, all right. I got a 16. Okay, there you go, Michael. Sorry, mine got stuck and then it posted three times. <laughs> 21. Yeah, so as this, as this debris and stuff is flying, do you want to describe how you all uh, maneuver through all of it? I, as a Rothian uh, warlock, I'm basically just going to be standing like straight. Uh, no, no like bent knees or anything. It just I'm arms crossed. I'm I'm standing straight, and the board is basically just waving from side to side, as if uh, I'm like almost willing it to move while standing up completely straight. <laughs> Amazing. Bolts looks like she has definitely stolen a hoverboard from a child for a quick getaway before. She's all over it. She looks like a natural, mm-hmm. like riding through the debris. Amazing. Uh, Ronnie and her barbarian self is just like plowing through this de- debris and just like just slamming take, just her, it. yeah, and like slamming <laughs> her fist on some of the debris to like, you know, push it down or move yeah. it to the side. Dallas. Yeah, very surprisingly, surprisingly smoothly, you know, for such a rugged young uh, android that's kind of looking like she's falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so as cool as, a as you kind of dodge through all these people, uh, the vehicle you're in pursuit of veers through this narrow alleyway, um, barely wide enough as the vehicle kind of scrapes scrapes the sides. To continue the pursuit, you have to make this really, really hard turn. Um, and I need you all to make a piloting check. Wait, how do we do that? Yeah, it's it's a dexterity check. So if you're not proficient in it, it's, it's just a dexterity check. Ronnie got a 10. Uh, I got a 7. Okay. And Kelsey, 21, and Dallas, a 14. Perfect. Um, so half of you passed, so you guys are good as a group. So you are all able to kind of slam slam the controls of this hover these hoverboards. Uh, and if you were on the ground, it would make a nice squealing, screeching sound uh, as you continue your pursuit. As you, as you leave the alleyway, um, you see in front of you, it's like this Harley-looking hoverbike. Um, got these huge, huge handles um, way up high, um, and in the side there's a, one of the little um, like sidecars to it, um, and you recognize Darkstar Kilagob and Tiberius Vinter, and they they kind of pull in next to you, joining the chase of of this vehicle. Um, you see Tiberius pull out pull out his gun and start trying start firing shots at you. Um, you're still dodging in and out of traffic and everything. Uh, and I need you all to roll uh, acrobatics checks. I knew you were a fucking asshole from the time I fucking met you. <laughs> 13. Yeah, I rolled a six. 18. Two 18s? Okay. 
I don't think I pass with my six, if that's what you're talking about. It's, it's a, it's a, gr- oh, it's it's a, a group, group check, okay. Um, so, so technically only half of you need to pass. Um, though I will, if you want to describe a, a, a bolt like hitting in front of you and you barely making it, you're welcome to. Yeah, I mean, sounds like that's what happens. Like, she's feeling, I'm feeling so distracted, like, so disoriented by everything that's happened in the last hour, like... This is not how Bolt saw this happening at all. That when they pull up beside her, she's so busy looking at the other members of their party, hoping that they don't do something disastrous, that she just gets like slammed in the side of a head, the side of her head by a piece of debris. Um, as as you pass, uh, if any of you want to return fire, you're welcome to. Hell yeah! I, I'd like to throw a grenade. Okay. <laughs> do it and just and do it with advantage because why not? Perfect. 16. Okay. Uh yeah, the grenade goes off. You see um Kilogob who's who's driving. It looks actually it's actually kind of comical cuz you've got this big half orc um in this in this little sidecar cuz he's he's the he's basically the gunner uh, and this tiny halfling on this huge <laughs> huge Harley hover bike. Um the grenade goes off, and, and you see him start to lose it and try to get it back. Um, who else is firing? Did I hear Dallas? Yeah, uh-huh. I also would like <laughs> to with a little flare in a minute as well. Go for it. Y'all do your things. We're not rolling damage, right? This is just like, yeah. A 10. Uh, Dallas, as you're, as, you're, as you're riding your your revolver and the kickback and, and driving the hoverboard, it's all a little a little too much to get it. To get a clean shot, uh, and it just goes flying. Uh, shoots shoots a sign off of one of the buildings and falls right in between these two people who scream. Um, and Ronnie, what are you doing? I say, say hello to my little friend, and I pull out my ion cannon <laughs> yes. and blast at a fur twelve. Uh, the the blast shoots right over, and uh, Tiberius Vinter says, um, "Watch where you're driving." To to Kilogob and. Lutor, did you want to take a shot as well? I'm going to cast Void Light right in front of the uh, driver, and it's going to like create a little rift portal. He's going to see blackness for a quick second, and then he's going to pass through that, but he's going to get some damage along the way. Nice. Okay. Also, the concussion grenade did deafen them, so they're very disoriented. We'll make this with disadvantage then. Uh, an eight. All right. So the... Uh... That fails, um, and I'm gonna roll damage here. Um, if I roll another, oh yeah, I roll an eight, so uh, I can roll another time. If I hit an eight, I can roll it again. So okay, next one's four. Okay, um, so the way the way this is written is y'all need to hit them three times, and so I will count that second hit as a as the third successful hit on them. Um, and as just why don't you describe what happens as as they go kind of like careening into a wall and crashing. So the void light that I cast is going to be like the first portal. He goes through it and dis- is disoriented and then another one appears right in front of it. Like the void breaks apart into three globules goes right in front of him again and forms together to make another one and it just keeps doing that until uh, he gets too flustered and can't see and crashes. Alright. You see you see Kilogob like let go of, of the of the uh, the handlebars and like grab his head as this this hover hover bike kind of starts to to swivel and and careen out of control as it crashes into 
um, this building to the side and some bricks fall on it. Um, you hear both of them scream. And uh, Tiberius, what the hell was that? He, this job was not worth it. Um, and, he, and you see him get out of the rubble, pick up um, Kiligov, and is just like carrying him over his shoulder somewhere. <laughs> he goes, hey, hey, I, I'm paying you. Someone, someone get this guy to put me down. And everybody's just ignoring them. As you continue through this firefight, you guys are still going on your hoverboards, um, weaving in and out of traffic. Um, there's, you come to a to an intersection, and I'm going to need you all to make a perception check. <laughs> what is it with me and rolling doubles? We're rolling double one, a double one, not a natural one, <laughs> but a double one. Ronnie got a five. Okay, all right, not twenty. Finally, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Michael sees God. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> everything, everything becomes code. You, you're Neo. Um, uh, Michael, you do see um, basically an out of control truck, uh, not a hovercraft, um, kind of also careening down towards towards your group. Um, but with your perception check, you're able to warn. Well, with a, with a success, how what would you do? I'm gonna use one of the abilities for uh, from Dark Matter, uh, it's Technomancy, so I can like gain control for a quick bit or do a little functions on some technology. Uh, so what I'm gonna do is uh, kind of take control of everyone's hoverboard just for a split second to shift the direction so that we can avoid uh, getting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, this vehicle is coming from behind you, um, out of control, going even faster than you are. You. Bail with Technomancy, you're able to get all of them out of the way. Uh, as it continues going, um, it actually clips the back of the vehicle you're chasing, uh, which spins out, clips another vehicle, does some, flip, some flips in the air. It's a very cinematic car chase crash at the end. Sparks flying everywhere. And as you, as you guys, as the group of you gets up to this vehicle, uh, you see the image of Professor Gogglefogger looking exactly the same as when you saw him the first time. Uh, as it flickers out um, and the rest of the the NTO terrorists are are unconscious or or dead um, as you as you're investigating you see another vehicle full of similarly dressed individuals uh, speeding down kind of perpendicular to you going directly back towards the port it's a trap <laughs> <laughs> now what do you do so goggle fuck fuck Goggle Fogger <laughs> looks the same as what he, do you mean sorry, by the same? He looked like song? like literally his expression, everything was exactly the same, and then it flickered out. It was basically a hologram. Which you I mean you would recognize a hologram. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so Gogglefucker that's being carried is is a she can tell it's a hologram. Yeah, as a, after this crash and you approach Ooh, the vehicle okay. you were chasing, you realize that the image that you thought was Gogglefogger was a hologram. The original one we were chasing. And then the other mm-hmm. one that just passed. Yeah, okay. So. It's full of similarly dressed and armed right. humans heading towards the port. Uh-huh. Okay. Looks like we have another motherfucking chase on our hands. They've used some sort of deception to make us follow them in error. We should follow the new caravan instead. Makes sense to me. Math checks out. Okay. As you, as you follow this other vehicle, um, they make it to the spaceport before you do. Uh, you all get there with your with your hoverboards, um, and as you arrive uh, and get off, you enter through kind of these these sliding glass doors, and you're greeted by a barrage of fire. And I'm going to need you all to roll initiative. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And you mean and re-roll because I got a five. 
Can't swing it this time, baby. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Ronnie got a 21. Dallas, 20. Uh, I got a 14. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so as you as you all walk in, there's just this barrage of fire towards you. Um, it's kind of like a, a, if you would imagine um, the things that we fly in, airplanes, airports, um, the place where you wait. A terminal? It's like an airport. It's like, the yeah, terminal? It's like a, <laughs> good God. <laughs> you got it. You know, it, you happens. Got it. <laughs> it happens. Um, it's like an airport terminal. Um, essentially, so there's like there's like some desks and screens, um, lots of seats available, um, just kind of some random cover, and they're they're all kind of behind behind these desks um, fired. There's it appears that there's four of them. They're all about sixty feet away from you all, and it is Ronnie's turn. Um, and they're firing at us as we move towards it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fire my, uh, just my ion cannon, uh, eight. <laughs> uh, it blasts into, into one of the desks, kind of leaving some scorch marks. Uh, anything else moving closer or anything like that? Yeah. I'd like to move closer. Okay. Um, so as you kind of run in, um, stop shot still ringing out. It is now Dallas's turn. Uh, so we are all in agreement that we're following real, Gogglefucker, correct? Uh, you don't know. Uh, the the vehicle you were chasing crashed and was a decoy. Uh, you're yeah. following individuals back to the port, which I think I will say you could add up that it would make sense that Port Nomad is basically like just this lone spaceport on an asteroid. Um, like to go mm-hmm. anywhere else, like it wouldn't make sense for them to keep him on this planet. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn with Kai and fire back on. Okay. On the people behind us as well. Uh, what is the range on this shotgun? Ooh, natural 20. 80 feet, perfect. That'll hit. Uh, and uh, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of damage. Oh, shoot. What's the... I, I don't remember what the scatter rule is. Um, that is a good question. I think it's within five feet, maybe 10 feet. Um, fuck. Scatter. Oh, if you make an attack against a target that is within half... This, but it. Okay. Oh, so they're out, they're out of range. I guess if you ran up and shot, they would be in range. If you shoot just and and don't move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. The way you were like, okay, sounded so defeated for a second. Oh, I thought I was gonna do lots of you know little oh. buckshot. Um. Yeah. Uh. Oh, if you if you make an attack against a target that is within half this weapon's normal range, you deal the damage value listed in parentheses instead of the weapon's normal damage dice. Oh. Um. So I'll stay. I'll stay where I am. It's really not that. It's really not that different. So. So thirteen damage. I mean, thirteen to twenty-one is. It. Well, double because yeah. of the crit. Um. It. It looks like it. Oh no. It didn't roll the crit damage for you, did it? No, it doesn't roll crit damage. No, <clears throat> I didn't. I probably didn't put that in right. Yeah, I get confused on roll twenty stuff. Um, sponsor us. Um, <laughs> so thirteen twenty six. Okay, so as you fire into one of them, one of them it it slams kind of into their upper chest, screams out, and falls to the ground, uh, and Whoops. you don't see him anymore. Uh, and oh, I have two actions. I have I have two attacks now with level five. Oh. Um, I I got the I got the second bullet in there. It's got eight bullets. Yeah. Uh, twenty-two. Uh, that will hit another one. 
Sweet. And that's just a seven. Okay. So you are... Oh, it did... I'm a liar. It did roll double damage. Oh, so it's so the first one was 13? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He is un, he's not dead. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, that was my bad. I saw the 2d8, yeah. and I'm like thinking, like, oh, it has 1d8 and then 2d8. Uh, though, after you, you kind of pump these two shots, uh, I don't know why I just pictured you, like, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminate, like, twirling the shotgun for the second shot. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's always done with flair. She's a rhinestone yeah. cowboy, right? Um, Just... He screams out um, uh, and is and is very clearly breathing heavily uh, and now it is Lutor's turn. So, uh, whoever we're hitting right now, the guy who's weak, I'm going to cast Void Light on them. Uh, mm, I love it. And see if they make their save. Yep, that'll, that'll hit. All right, that fails, so I'm going to roll to uh, the damage, and that's going to be uh, seven damage there. And you hear, as <laughs> as it hits, you hear him start to scream, and then, for flavor, I'm going to say, you hear him screaming, and then this void just, could, like, consumes him, and it's and he's quiet and gone. <laughs> um, uh, and it is their turn. Three of them are going to return fire at the three of you who have fired first. First at Lutor, uh, that is a seventeen and an eight. Okay, that's uh, eight radiant damage. Uh, and then the second, the second individual fires at uh, Ronnie for a twelve and a seven. Uh, both miss. Okay, and then at Dallas, a twenty-one and a sixteen. Uh, both will hit. Woof. That's all right. For seven. Plus five radiant damage, so twelve radiant damage. Uh, as Lutor and Dallas, you both have these lasers slam into you, and I believe that comes to Bolt's turn. Okay, Bolt's going to uh, throw another concussion grenade. So I want to like the closest group of bad guys that I can get. Are there any? It's a ten foot mm-hmm. radius. There's. Yeah, you can get all. You can get all three. Okay. Of them. 19. And that will hit. So they have to make a DC 12 dexterity saving throw. Okay. So one of them takes the damage. Which is four. And it is a dex save. And actually, can I use my sneak attack on that as well? It's um, um, they're not, you don't have advantage on it, and they're not engaged with anybody. Currently. Okay, it says I don't so no, need advantage no if an, if another, oh, I see, if another enemy, I see, okay. But that would have been cool. Well. <laughs> so two of, two of them recoil back and, uh, and are kind of looking around. Uh, one of them is trying to scream at them and point at where you all are. Uh, he's not even alive anymore so i don't know why he's on here uh and it is ronnie's turn and they're deafened (laughs) i'm gonna shoot again with my ion cannon and also thank you dallas for reminding me that i have two actions there you go 11 for the first one uh 11 will miss uh crit a crit will hit though yeah (laughs) 18 nice yeah as as another one of them Gets hit by this ion cannon, uh, screams out, and also drops. Wait, is it both because it's 
was a crit. Doesn't it? It only hits one though, right? Oh yeah, you're right. One individual. Um, but that would also be cool. I was just trying to blast through one <laughs> into the other, like if they were like lined up, you know. <laughs> you know what? You know what? What the hell? Um, we I, can say the first the first guy takes eight damage and the second guy takes ten from the crit. Hell yeah! <laughs> As two of them go down, there's one left, and it is and it is Dallas's turn. Can it be like cartoon style, like tunnel through their rib cage style? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And they stand there with like a, the gaping hole, just like bewildered, <laughs> yeah, before they, they dropping. Both look down at their it doesn't even knock them over. They just stand there. It doesn't make any sense, but you know. Uh, how many left? How many left do we have? Just one. All right. Uh, let's fire two shots. An eighteen and a fourteen. Uh, the eighteen will hit. Nice. I'll take it. Ten damage. Okay. Uh, for some reason, all of these are linked, but it it kind of slams into his leg that was sticking out from behind this thing. You know how you know how uh, bad guys in video games are really bad at actually hiding. Um, like that. Uh, he screams out and tries to tries to shoot back, but it is not his turn. It is Lutor's turn. All right, I'm gonna let the rest of the party take care of this last dude. Um, I need to heal up a little bit, <clears throat> so I'm gonna cast uh, Void Light. And what Void Light says here is, or not Void Light, but um, uh, let me look at the spell. Flawed Reconstruction. So. Um, Basically, get to stitch together my my wounds. I gain 4d6 hit points. However, the mending's imperfect, and the target's maximum hit points is decreased by the same amount until a lo- I finish a long rest. Um, so, let me roll this real quick. <clears throat> In theory, could this kill you? Uh, actually, you know what? It might. I hope not. How many hit points do you have? Total. Like, what's your max hit points right now? Uh, my max hit points is like 34. <laughs> so, um, but I'm at 24. So I'm gonna roll. Um... Roll low. I hope roll. so. And uh, that was 16. So that was actually bad because I'm at eight hit points. I think you have less now than you started. Right. I took damage. So what happens here is uh, I form these like. I open up the void again, and you see these void little, almost looks like parts of my carapace shell, but there's there's needles that kind of spring through out of it too, and they just jam themselves into the places where my carapace is weak, um, so I end up hurting myself, and I haven't done this before, so I guess I take extra damage not mm-hmm. knowing how to use the spell, um, but uh, that the voidish carapace is now one with like the white parts of my carapace at the moment. Sick. <laughs> That's a, that is the most D&D healing spell. Okay. Uh, and with that, it is the last guy who's standing. Um, and you get the sense that they are very committed to their cause as uh, he fires back at Ronnie, who seems the biggest threat as he, she just punched through two of his weird friends. Uh, and he's going to actually take these at disadvantage and he's going to take four shots. You know, the 22, 24, and 20, they hit. Oh, wait, it was dis. Oh. 22, 19, and 18? Wait. Yes, they all hit. 21 radiant damage. As he just rapid fires into you. 
Jeez. Oh, you're gonna fucking regret that. <laughs> and bolts, it's your turn. Okay. There's just one guy left, right? And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, remind me how far away. Uh, you didn't move. I believe that it, you're about sixty feet away. Is he trying to hide though? Is that? Did I hear you say that? Moderately, he's like kind of behind a behind like a desk shooting at you. Okay. So this um, starting at second level, I wanna I wanna cast Eye of Raw first, just in case I miss, which is. Okay. As a bonus action, you present your holy symbol, channel your divinity to brand a creature, condemning them to receive the absolute judgment of the sun above. For one minute, the target can't take the hide action. It's followed by an uncanny light. Additionally, you deal an extra 1d6 radiant damage to the target whenever you hit it with a weapon. So that's a cantrip. Nice. So I'm going to cast that, and it's a bonus action. So then mm-hmm. I'm going to... You said the repeater was my gun? I'm going to yep. shoot it with the gun. Shoot it. 20. 20, you'll hit it. Okay. Plus, I'm, plus I do um, an extra 1d6 radiant damage after. A, so nice. three. Wow, thanks, everyone. <laughs> plus three. Six total. Six? Yeah. Uh, this light is following him. Um, and uh, I also imagine it's very spooky. Him. Yeah. 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 Um, and as it, as it like slams into his arm, he's doing that last stand thing where he's like limping, limping out, holding his gun. Uh, and it is Ronnie's turn. Oh, you think you're gonna get away from me? And I just shoot. That was a British gangster. I'm really <laughs> moving up in the world. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Peaky so Blinders fancy. now, y'all. So, <laughs> and I'm gonna take a shot right at the back of his, like in between his shoulder blades. Okay. And two, away. just the extra, because I have two actions. Yeah. Uh, 15 and 17. Uh, 17 hits him. I want it to just, same thing, blow a hole right through his shoulder, <laughs> like the middle of his shoulder blades. Love it. I said he would Roll fucking that. regret it. Roll that damage. Oh, shit. I had to do that. He's not just dead. Why Why is he not just dead? <laughs> Listen, I've given uh, 10. You, I've, Yeah, he's, he's dead. The energy from your ion cannon goes right through him, and similarly, you watch him look down. Uh as you have three holy dead people on the ground near you. Uh, you're out of combat, out of initiative. As you can kind of continue to move into the, the port structure, uh, you see there's two ships in, in the dock. One is the caliber, which you recognize from uh, Professor Gogglefogger's kind of presentations and everything. Uh, and the other, you're not, you're not sure of, but you do see... A, what looks to be a more real version of Gogglefogger being pushed by uh, Carmen Kane, the lady with the red hair and the red dress um, up onto that ship uh, as you're running into this port uh, you see dead security officers on the ground um, everything's been torn apart basically um, and you watch the ramp to that ship close um, as it takes off um, what do you do? I can pilot Oh, Bolts, you can pilot if you're up for it. I can drive it. I don't really know what you mean by I'm up. I'm clearly standing on the ground, but I'd be happy to assist you. As she's, as the, as Bolts is running, she just wants to be clear. Okay. Uh, so as you, as you run in, you see this, this ship that in very gnomish fashion has been tinkered with. There's all sorts of little upgrades, um, that you can tell were imp- implemented by, by Gogglefogger, um, Lots of things are not off the factory line, if, if you will. 
Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a very very advanced, well kept ship. Um, there are a few different gunneries. It's 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 large. Um, there's there's a sick bay as you're kind of running through finding out where to go in in this. Um, there is other stuff that's not important to us right now. Uh, you run by a galley because that's fun. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and you all make it up basically to the cockpit. Uh, and you got a, your little Millennium Falcon looking group uh, or Star Wars looking group in the cockpit as uh, bolts. Uh, you are able to to kind of get the, the engine started. You hear the hum of the, the um, dark matter engine. That's where the name, that's where the name of the setting comes from. Um, warms up. You feel this pulse of arcane energy um, as you are able to get the ship in flight. Um, and what are you doing? Bolt says, "You two with the violence and the guns, please go make yourselves useful and be our gunners. You with the weird void thing that you do, please will you make sure that this ship is still running throughout the duration of our flight." All right, Miss Sassy Pants. She's boss. <laughs> okay, so I am going to need you to make a data check. Mm-hmm. Uh, which actually, which if Lutor, if you would be helping with with kind of all this as the engineer, uh, you are you are able to to help out. That's with good that because I rolled a as ten. Well, and you can roll it with advantage. Uh, I got a six. Okay. Uh, so as you as you kind of start piloting it, trying to, to figure out the tracking system, the two of you together are working pushing buttons, uh, and it's not it's not showing up on kind of this little holographic screen, the traffic tracking, and so you are just pushing forward, trying to go in its its best direction. Um, you do see as you as you kind of follow the trajectory to the best of your ability, um, two ships flying towards you as as it starts shooting at you and for the sake of making this not too complicated for myself uh we're gonna go players go and then um and then not players i can't think of what and then npcs so i mean npc works not player character (laughs) that's true so uh as they fly as they fly towards you you guys can figure out whatever order you want to go in. Uh, we have two people in gunner seats, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We uh, have the yeah. engineer, and we have the pilot. So you guys have that breakdown of things. So this is, to those of you who are listening and are not familiar with the Dark Matter system super well, like we are all just familiarizing ourselves. Spaceships fight in space. Uh, brought to you. No <laughs> way. Brought to you by Dark Matters. You're welcome. So who's going first? Uh, I... I think I'm going to try and see if I can power up the um, engine. Yeah. So, so if you if you're successful um, on a success until the start of the engineer's next turn, two systems of the engineer's choice increase power one tier. Uh, the systems must then spend a round cooling down before they can be overcharged again. Uh, so then, if you look on the the caliber character sheet, you've got the systems, um, and you can see like tier zero is where you're. Or tier one is where you're activated as normal. Tier two would be like it's supercharged. 
Uh, so can I boost up the piloting system to help out bolts or like, you know, beef up the engines to speed us up to catch up to uh, the other guys? Uh, seems like no, but I will say that you can because I am the dungeon master in space. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to roll. Uh, that's a 16. That will pass. Yeah, I will say as you, um, so you're doing the, like, basically the engines and what's the other, you get to choose two systems. I'm going to power up the weapon that Ronnie's on. Yeah, so I just want to uh, boost her weapons up so that if she sees them, she can fire when she's ready. Whatever, whatever gun Ronnie's on. Yeah, so you all feel this, um, this like, energy push into the ship, um, and you all kind of do that, like, G-Force thing where you get pushed into the back of your seats for a second. Uh, and, Ronnie, are you on the arcane turret or the other one that is called the other thing? The auto turret or the arcane cannon? I'll just be on a turret, and then she can be on the cannon. Yeah, that works. And we're on we're on the caliber and not the scope, right? Or is Correct. like the scope like So okay. the, the scope is like a small fighter that one of you could get in and fly on your own <laughs> if you wanted to. I do have piloting expertise. Um we'll use that as a last okay. resort. Um yeah, I can do I can do the You're on the cannon, you said? Uh no, I said turret. We're on a turret. Okay, yeah, I can do the cannon. Tell you. Okay. Uh so you feel Ronnie, you feel like this energy pulse into the arcane cannon. <laughs> uh, and why don't we have the... I'm assuming the gunners are going to gun. Yeah, yeah why, don't, why don't y'all both both fire your weapons at these ships? Uh, are you guys going to fire at the same the same one? Or at uh, two separate? Or you could wait and do one and then the other. Okay, so mine has a super long range. Um, is there one that's further out than... Uh, they're, they're both coming about parallel... They're About they're problems. both okay. they're both within range of both of your weapons. Okay, yeah, I'll just w- I think fire together the same same one, knock them out. Yeah, one sounds time. good. Okay. Okay. Roll. It's a plus five to hit. Roll your dice, move your mice. A fifteen for the cannon. Uh, that hits. Okay. I will also say to clarify, I am not doing any of this manually. Dallas is an android, uh, and uh, I am just pulling out a little plug from behind my ear that's on a cord and sticking it into the ship, and it's kind of leaning back. I'm chilling. It is, Kai. Uh, because your turret is charged, you can make an extra attack. Yes. Oh, cool. So I got a 14 on the first one. Which hits, I believe. Yep. And that is... 3d4? 3d4! Oh, yeah. I love that it's called... I love that it's mega radiant damage and mega fire damage. Mega radiant damage. <laughs> mega. mega hit points. Four, five, six. So six, <laughs> six points on the first one. Okay. And then the second one, I got uh, 22. Okay, that hits too. Uh, and four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Wow, nice. Hell yeah. Um, so that's 21 as one of these, 
one of these ships, wait, 10 plus 6, 16 plus 11 is 35, 37. Is that math even close to it? I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. Somebody tweet us and tell us if you made, if you, if you counted it. If you can math and you want to math for us, DM us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please don't. Um, what were the numbers? Uh, 11, 6, and 10. 27. 27. So, yeah, no, I wasn't even close. Uh, <laughs> please leave I don't know. that in. Uh, yeah, one of them, one of them, you kind of, all these shots shoot into one of its rings, it splits apart and starts spinning and explodes because it's cool. Uh, and it is the pilot's turn. So I'm wondering if I can like, uh, is it a thing to like hold my action so that I can then barrel roll when they shoot at us? Um, why don't you make a piloting check right now? And we'll say, um, that if you're successful, uh, it'll give disadvantage. Okay, if, if seventeen. Does that seem? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So as as this ship is flying towards you, uh, you start doing barrel rolls as it starts shooting at you, uh, and it this is not in roll twenty, so I'm going to have to do this. Five to him. Uh, uh, as with your barrel rolls, uh, geez, a two and a seven. Um, as you're spinning these these shots, kind of go flying past it. Uh, and it is back to y'all's turn. What do you want to do? Are we so the other? And the actually, two I'm going to. I'm going to say as it as it fires uh, and misses, and it immediately kind of turn turns and starts flying off, trying to escape. Uh, That's what I was going to ask you. So I think like I, as the pilot, would like to try again to follow the ship. Okay. Um, give me a piloting check with advantage because of the extra juice that Bale Lutor gave 29? it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say as you fly, um, you catch up to it to the point where our gunners are going to have advantage. Um, and in addition, you see uh, the the other ship uh, off in the distance. Uh, where you you can actually physically see it through your cockpit. You don't have to rely on on scanners or anything like that. Uh, and the rest of you, what do you do? Uh, fire again if it's in range. Yep. If we can see it, Lutar. What are you doing? I am gonna power up uh, the other weapon that um, Adelaide's character is on, Dallas, and then I am going to. I think I'm going to power up the Taofu Matrix shell, so if we end up heading into um, Dark Space or mm-hmm. uh, the Void Space, that we can still have magic and, and maneuverability. Alright, I think... Uh, 17? Okay. That is a success. Uh, tell me what it does. So, the guns that Dallas is on uh, just gets a, a little hit of jolt of energy, or her her systems seem to power up uh, even more, and then our ship, uh, I essentially kind of create like some sort of phasing void uh, using my warlock abilities to help the uh, to help us like be okay if we enter a dark space. Okay, nice. Okay, uh, gunner's gonna gun. Hell yeah! Uh, and roll with advantage. Unnatural twenty. That will do it. 
Um, and the damage is two D ten to uh thirty damage. Uh, thirty mega fire that damage. Other that other small ship that was that shot at you and then turned around uh just explodes. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Uh, and in the distance, probably just out of your range from your cannons, is uh, the ship that you saw Carmen Kane get on. Uh, and you watch as it enters into an asteroid field. Um, and I am going to... Um, Are we still in initiative? Or... Is, uh, no. Is it within range? To... No, it's, it's just out of your range. I would like to cast Turbulence now. Do it. If that's possible. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, okay, let's click on it. Actually, Kai, what's the range on your gun? Uh, um, 3,000 feet for normal, 9,000 feet for disadvantage. Um, yeah, give it a roll. Why not? Okay. At disadvantage. Uh, so since we're... Oh, so it'll be straight. It, so it'll be, it'll be straight because of um, the advantage I gave you earlier. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, so because of the like the piloting skill, oh, I said both oh, of you would have advantage on your next uh, 17. Can you say that a little more into your microphone? 17. <laughs> yes, that's the, that's the skill. Um, uh, eight points of damage. Eight points of mega damage. <laughs> uh, as it looks like this blasts into a shield behind it. And um, Go do your Okay, so I cast Turbulence, which is to choose a spaceship I can see. The target's pilot must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the ship's speed is halved for the duration of one minute. So, Bolts, you see as you as you kind of cast this spell, you see as the ship out ahead of you starts to shake um, uh, and their engines kind of stutter uh, as you start catching up rapidly to them. Um, and so as, as it goes in, it does enter the asteroid field as you're catching up. Um, and I am going to need our pilot to make a... Ah, someone roll a d10. Me? <laughs> okay. I promise nothing bad A nine. Bad nothing bad happens. Yeah. <laughs> Actually says no complication occurs. Uh, so as you are flying into following this into the, the the asteroid field you have to slow down a little bit as well but you keep catching up um slowly uh you're able to you're, you're able to roll a piloting check because i forgot to have you do that part okay 20 okay yeah you you're able to to weave in between almost stay, staying on its tail um and you watch as it lands on this small asteroid base um you see this green light almost immediately as it lands and you're pulling in uh, I guess I'm assuming you want to pull in, but you do not have to. Yeah, I mean, I think we're trying to follow them, right? Yeah, it's. I, yeah, I, I'm the pilot. Yes, I'm pulling in. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so, so <laughs> as you're pulling in, you see the the, the ramp of the other ship, um, the Vorga, uh, open. You see Carmen Kane pulling um, Goggle Fogger down. Uh, there's this whole elaborate setup. As uh, uh, so as you pull and you see her getting out, um, you're in this kind of hidden hidden bunker, um, 
I'm gonna need you all to roll an initiative one more time. So do time. they not know that first. we followed them? Uh, they are very aware that you followed them. Oh, okay. You said hidden <laughs> bunker, so I was wondering like, I thought like maybe we if would you, be if, hidden. No, if, if you yeah. like, were looking at the yeah, asteroid, yeah. it would be disguised. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> nice. Ronnie rolled a natural one for a three. Ro- Ronnie ready. <laughs> and I got a 10. Bolt's got a 21. She's in the zone now. A 22. Wow, you guys have... I feel like y'all have rolled really, really good on your initiative. I know. Uh, sorry, sorry, Michael. Yo, Boats, I might be able to find you a couple jobs when we're done with this. So, you know, right now we probably shouldn't be distracted, but we should team up. I am attempting to join the Sepulchre Knights. <laughs> I cannot be distracted by your offer. And I have to say that the way that this group operates is not ideal for my situation. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> okay, so Ronnie, as you as your ship lands, you see Carmen kind of actually walking alongside of Gogglefogger, who seems to be walking willingly, if not a little stiff. They're how far away do you want them to be? How's a hundred? How's one hundred and twenty feet sound? <laughs> You're one hundred twenty <laughs> feet away, um, kind of just on this in this. Like, like in Star Wars, like just kind of the open docking points, essentially in in a in a star destroyer. And you see Carmen uh, with Gogglefogger, who's just kind of walking willingly, if not a little stiff. Okay, that's kind of suspicious. Um, I don't have anything that's that range. Um, I, I think I'm just gonna hightail it. I don't really have anything that's gonna hit that far, I think. Um, oh, well, no, my revolver's at the very end of it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna aim for, uh, Carmen. Although, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they may be in on it together. Um, and I get hit with a fireball. Uh, a tenth's not gonna hit. Um, an eight's not gonna nope. hit. <laughs> so. Nope, as you, as, as you shoot out, uh, you do see kind of right around Carmen and Gogglefogger, there's like this green flickering light um, as there's kind of some apparatus, apparatus that they're standing in between uh, and it is whoever's next on the initiative order because I managed to lose that my That would be tracker. bolts. Okay, bolts. so it. when it has a range on a weapon it, like the after the slash would be with disadvantage, right? Correct. Okay, so I'm going to shoot with my repeater, um, but I have okay. to, it's 60... 180, so I'm going to be at disadvantage. Okay. Well, okay. I rolled a 10 with both. So. Okay. Uh, as as these shots ring out, again, they kind of just scatter scatter throughout. Uh, you notice that uh, Carmen has turned and looked at you. Um, Doggofogger is just, like, s- kind of staring off into the distance, not even responding to anything that's happening. And it's her turn. Uh, as she is going to... Did you run forward? Kels? Okay, you ran forward. And Dallas, you dashed. Uh, I did not dash, uh, cause I don't have that ability, but I did run forward, yes. I'm chasing that. Okay, uh, she is, you do watch as in the middle of her hands, uh, this fire starts to form and she shoots out a fireball. What a surprise, Who's, I'm so surprised. Who saw that coming? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I need, uh, 20 foot radius, so that would be 40 feet. Cool, it can get all of you. Um, so I'm gonna need all of you to make deck saves. 
Oh, that's actually my best one. Oh, oh, 14. Oh my gosh, I just realized I can kill Luthor right now. Oh no! Oh <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't think it can't not knock you out. Uh, I got a eleven. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're here for some death saves. It's actually <laughs> not sponsored, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but but interested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please, death saves, sponsor me. I want your stuff like four out of the f- seven days of the week. So you know, uh, hit your boy up when you're ready. Uh, DC 15. <laughs> so uh, 15 or higher, you take half damage. Uh, yeah, I, all I got a 12. <laughs> okay, uh, so you all take however much damage I rolled. Uh, you all take 24 fire damage as this fire just Whoa. bursts around you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, yep, I'm dead. So, yep. No! Oh, shoot. Oh, my God, that's right. Uh, yeah, I think that... I don't well, like that. I, so, so it did eight... It was a good run. Yep, so it went past yeah. my maximum hit point yeah. negative. And, so like, I might it went minus eight. I something. feel like we taught we taught our listeners a little bit about uh, a spell. <laughs> wait, so... Wait, I'm sorry. So Michael's character doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. So... The... Uh, what happens is... The fireball explodes, and then... My carapace essentially is there, yeah. but it starts breaking apart and dematerializing into like a voidish, like shimmer yeah. dissolve away. Oh my! You're God. just gone, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you see, you see the carapace of Lutor, and nothing, and nothing else. And uh, Ronnie, it's your turn. Well, Ronnie ain't taking <laughs> a turn because she was fucking whacked too. What? Wait, what? I'm unconscious. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Okay, uh, Dallas, it's your turn. Um. Oh wait, so, don't I roll a death um, save? Oh yeah, I do need you to roll a death save. Thank you. How how do I do that on just here? A, just oh. a straight d twenty. Oh god. Or like that. <laughs> <laughs> As our rothians edge closer to oh, the. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so um. I am gonna pull back, seeing everything going on. I'm still fine and healthy, low <laughs> but healthy. Um, and uh, my doctor training instincts are gonna kick in. Uh, she did not cut it as a doctor, uh, just something in the programming. Um, and I am just kind of bending over. Uh, what is her, what is Ronnie. her name again? Ronnie. Um. Uh, I'm bending over Ronnie, and I I do like a little bit of like a CPR motion, and then just kind of smack your face <laughs> a little bit. Like, all right, shake out of it. All right, you can give me a medicine check. <laughs> <laughs> I got smelling salts. That's a five. It's not good. It's not good, Pam. It's not good. Okay, uh, Bolts, you're watching all of this unfold. Okay, you the little smack you gave my or- face gives me another death save. sorry is there anything else you want to do dallas um no (laughs) this is gonna make it worse (laughs) okay yeah so bolts is going to first of all she's gonna yell at carmen and say how dare you? I trusted you. I overrode my programming and told you you looked good in that dress, but you look terrible. 
and it, but and, it, <laughs> and then she's also going to oh my cast, god um, spare the dying, which is a cantrip for um, to mm-hmm. try to bring um, Ronnie back from that will that will keep Ronnie from being dead dead. Right. So <laughs> which is um, great. Yeah. So you you just become stable. Mm-hmm. I guess that's all. She That's also all, looks at, <laughs> I guess it's now just Dallas, and is like, I told you guys this was a bad idea. Why does no one listen to a robot? Um, and you watch as uh, Carmen pulls out a grenade and kind of tosses it. Um, it. It doesn't make it to you. It only has a range of 30 feet. <laughs> so I don't think I'm going to be able to kill you all this to end this. Uh, but you see, you see it explode in like gravity and everything, and things just start to float in this sphere in front of her between d- between you all. Uh, Lutor is our rest <laughs> in peace, rest in the void. <laughs> uh, Ronnie is stable, and it is Dallas's turn. I would like to role play um, a rom- <laughs> You're doing an amazing job. Um, <laughs> do we still see Carmen mm-hmm. and Goggle Fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you can see them. I have Risk Die. What do I, what do I got? Um, literally nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am gonna look at our new robot friend and, uh, kind of glance over at Ronnie and say, you, you got this? Okay, and then I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna dash. I don't even wait for an answer. Okay. I just, I just uh, and it is Bolt's turn. Why is she asking me if I got this without telling me what this is? I don't have appropriate programming to understand what the hell she's talking about. And but so then I, I follow her, and I <laughs> okay, yeah. So- because I can't really okay, do so just dashing? for Ronnie at this point. Like, I, I can't, like, I'm out of spells. I can't heal her or anything. So I'm not, but mm. I'm not going to dash. I'm just going to go the 30 feet. And then I want to um, do, I'm just going to shoot with my repeater, I guess. I'm not sure what else to do. Give it a shot. 23. Uh, that will hit. Okay, great. Six damage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bring it uh, in the medium-sized guns. Uh, as it... As it hits, uh, you watch as seven glowing purple balls of energy kind of rise up around and shoot down past this like orb of like this gravity well. Uh, four of them, Dallas, for seventeen force damage. Oh, I'm down! I'm and down. Three of them <laughs> hit bolts <laughs> for eleven force damage. I'm trying to see if I'm dead. Oh, hell no. I'm still alive. Nice. <laughs> uh, and you watch as this green that is flickering goes strong, envelops the two of them, and they disappear. <laughs> <laughs> and Bolts, you're left with your three acquaintances. I, I will not say friends. Thank you. In bad shape. Gogglefogger was not protected. Wow. And we'll have to see. And it is anyone else's story to tell. Maybe we'll come back and visit three <laughs> three out of four of these characters. <laughs> We're gonna need some guest characters to finish this story out. Uh, as 
the brains behind the the Taufo matrix, the key to uh, dark travel through dead dead magic zones, has fallen into the hands of the new Terran organization. Wow, I don't think that Bolts is going to get accepted into the Knights <laughs> dun, Order. Dun, dun. <laughs> no, Bolts, after this, Bolts? no, you don't think so? I feel like. <laughs> You have to understand, Bolts. it wasn't my fault. I had absolutely no control. <laughs> um, Ronnie got fucking whacked. Uh, Alright, so that's Dark Matter. <laughs> it's a, I, I, I wish I had the space and time to actually run a, a full campaign in the world, because it's pretty cool. Um, I guess that should probably be the front of our afterglow. Uh, hey everybody, welcome to our Fae Forge Afterglow. Uh, thanks for listening to our little Dark Matters thing. Uh, we got Kelsey to join us, and Michael, and Adelaide, and Kai, and I forgot to ask if any of y'all need to jet right now, or if you guys have five or ten minutes. Uh, I got five or ten minutes. Yeah, quick. I gotta go to the grocery store, but All right, good. Dark Matter. Character deaths. Yeah. I fucking love it. I love dying. Yeah, I like consequence. <laughs> Qu- consequence is key. Uh, Steven. I, I mean, really? This really? Is your, you're my first. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Eyebrow waggle. Yeah. Never had I a feel, character death before. I'll, you know what? I think you were my first that that was dice roll, not narrative. Wow. Ooh. You guys need to have a moment or <laughs> mutual. I think, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on the Fae Forge Academy this week. Uh, as always, to find out what's going on in the show or with any of the cast members, uh, go to at uh, Fae Forge Academy on Twitter. Uh, if you like what we're doing, we would really appreciate it if you took three minutes, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating and review. Those are huge for helping spread the show. Um, and if you would like to support us in other ways, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. In addition, we're super proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. For more nerdy content, articles, podcasts, uh, go to thefandamentals.com. Plus, you can find a little bit of Fayforge merch there. As always, I'm Steven. I'm at the underscore bad DM on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me in those places. Hey, I'm Emily Harmon. I play Sepia Goldenmorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Emily J-E-A Harmon. I'm Michael Sinclair II. I play Besky Nevering, and you can find me on Michael Kritz on Twitter. I'm Adelaide Gardner. I play Ariane Zuvan, and you can find me online at Twitter at OAdelaide. Hey, I'm Kai. I'm Stonefly underscore Kai, and then I am playing Asher and Ember Whisper. Hi, my name is Ian Gould. I play Coe's Forgeheart, uh, and you can follow me at Ian G. Gould on Twitter. Theme music by Dave Cole of The Four Orbs. To find more royalty-free music, go to youtube.com slash music. Additional music and sound effects found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com.